What did I just say? Okay. Okay. Intro. You start. Hey, I'm Carrie. And I'm Sarah. And this is We're too drunk, drunk to track. <laughs> God okay. damn it. Okay, I'm ready. I'm okay. I got it. I'm gonna I actually can do it this time and I'm gonna make Krista so mad. I'm so ready. She's gonna rage quit if we do this right. You know that, right? I know, and I feel kind of bad, but I also just I but fucking no, want I want to do it. Fuck you. Yeah, also Krista, we got this. Yeah. We, I finally figured it out. I figured out where we're different. Yeah. Hey, I'm Carrie. And I'm Sarah. And we're and this too- is too goddamn Carrie. I fucking fucking got it. <laughs> do it anymore imagine this guys you're panning over a styrofoam rock and then you see sulu standing with a majestic beast in his arms mm. it's a little shaggy dog wearing a lion's mane with a unicorn horn and antennae and that is how we open a, this episode and like a lion's tail too like it's oh, all yeah. Oh, he's got it's, like some like scales on his back. Yeah, well, it's like, like they braided. Kind of. Yeah, it's like they braided the <laughs> costume so that it wouldn't look like a lion costume, but it's definitely still a lion costume. Like, we we oh, all yeah. know what's happening. <laughs> it's a dog in a lion costume with a fake horn and some antennae. <laughs> it's um, so good. It's so good. Okay, so that's what we start out as, and then Kirk comes up behind Sulu, and he's well, like, he, "Hold on, so we're on a different planet. We're not on the." Yeah, we're on a planet. Yeah, we're on a planet. It's Alpha 177, and they're oh, there for you. a scientific... I know, right? I, I didn't write any red. of that down. I <laughs> did. So they're on a scientific mission. Uh, they don't actually explain what the mission is. I don't think that matters at all, that but... not. They... But Sulu has this dog in a costume, and he is, like, cuddling it. And the dog is very, very chill. I maintain, through this whole episode, the dog is on Quaaludes. Like, there is no dog i've ever met that is that chill so <laughs> sulu's holding this little puppy and then kurt comes up and then kurt comes up and like my notes are way not that intense but i did note that there is in the background there's like this tarp and it's in all sorts of colors and it looks an awful lot like a pride flag which it does. was fitting for the month that we're in and for so, sulu and for sulu yes <laughs> well for george <laughs> mm-hmm. okay so they, they're having this conversation kind of and discussing that at, at night on this planet, it gets to negative 120 degrees. I don't know why they would feel the need to mention that. No. It's probably not foreshadowing Mm-mm. or anything. No. Um, and then Sulu says, that's nippy. That's nippy. That's nippy. Because <laughs> he's Sulu and he's so fucking yeah, good. Yeah, that's nippy. <laughs> um, and then you just hear like this guy falling down in the background and he's just some random gentleman that i we don't know um and he's covered in all of like this yellow i think it's supposed to be like dust but it's so here's here's what i put together so later on they call it soft ore or so i think he was climbing at the top of something and then he slid down and got all this like yellow mustard yellow paint all over him (laughs) because it's soft ore but the only thing that falls, like it keeps falling as he's talking, is like dust. It's like rocks and dust. So yeah. it doesn't, none of this makes a lot of sense, but he's wearing a blue jumpsuit. 
covered in mustard yellow paint. And he's cut his hand. Yeah. Um, so there is a, a lot going on there. And uh, he basically, it, like, Kirk runs up to him and is checking on him. And he's like, you need to get back to, like, the ship. And so um, this gentleman gets beamed back on board. And there's some, some like, crazy beaming issues that Scotty's having. And Scotty's like, hey, this seems strange. And he's, like, kind of adjusting for it and noticing mm. that definitely some, like, there's a red light flashing. Like, you know, bad signs when you're Scotty and you're in the transporter room. And this is your uh, goddamn job. Yeah, so you know, you know when that red yeah. light flashes. Fuck, I've trained light. for this. Yeah, what do I do? And uh, the guy is now beamed on board, covered in his yellow soot. And uh, the, this new character named Wilson runs over and he's like, what happened? And uh, he says, this guy, his name is Fisher. We find that out at some point, but I don't yes. remember when. Um, but he's like, I took a flop. Yeah. And then... And then Wilson goes on to what? And it's like the most ridiculous. Wackity schmackity do. That's the end of it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And then Scotty sends him, uh, understandably, to like uh, talk to Bones and figure out. This is so. I mean, this is not, this is not a tangent. This is definitely relevant. I so what that. I just realized is like this dude beams up covered in all kinds of shit, and they're uh-huh. not. He he does say they like scan him with these little guns. They're like, oh, that's magnetic. You should get this suit decontaminated. Like, yeah, he does. But he go to the med and get decontaminated. Yeah, but he has not. Like, he's already come in contact with other people. Like, he's art whatever this is that the guns can't seem to recognize. He's on yeah. the ship. Like they, it's not. They're not like shit. We, we, you just stay there. You're covered. In, like we can visibly see you're covered in shit. So you need to stay there, and we're gonna flash our bright lights at you because that's how we de- decontaminate things. <laughs> yeah, they don't do that though. He like walks over to him, and that's where him and Wilson and have the conversation. And he doesn't get decontaminated until after. <laughs> yeah, they're like, uh, oh, fix your suit up, sir. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh. they were new to this whole space travel thing. Apparently, God, seriously, I just. What? Okay. Well, and then Scotty points out that uh, whatever has happened here, it was acting like a burnout, which doesn't make it's not a useful line, but he does no. say that. Um, and it's then supposed Kurt, to sound scientific, I think. It's supposed to sound very so. like, oh, burnout. People don't a, even know what that is. A burnout. Yeah. You know, oh. It sounds like what you do in your car when you want to yeah. look cool. Um, yeah, I mean, that tracks. <laughs> and then Kirk is like, hey, Scotty, I'm ready to beam up because. I don't, I don't know why Kirk's coming back now. No, <laughs> like, I don't explain that at all. Yeah. Kirk is just like, ah, oh, guys, I'm, I'm ready. Let's... I'm ready to come back. So Scotty says one moment because he knows that something's going on. And he's like, beep, boop, beep, 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 beep. He's like looking for what's going on. He's like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Seems okay. I guess you can come on aboard. And so Kirk beams up on board and it takes a little while. It's a little shaky. There's some, yeah. some static, definitely some issues going on. Um, and then he's there. And uh, he, like, takes a step forward and, like, almost falls. And Scotty, like, runs out. And he's like, are you doing okay? Um, and Carrie pointed out that Kirk is wearing high waters. And, and you once you see <laughs> that, I mean, we've watched so, so many episodes already. But once you see the high waters, you can't unsee them. They're, <laughs> they're pants, all of them wear. And they have, like... <laughs> Boots that goes go up to like mid thigh and high waters, and that's oh, their uniform. Their uniform. Because they're gonna go on fucking flooded planets often. Like what the fuck? 
It rains a lot Shit. in space. <laughs> it rains a lot. It rains a lot in space. Uh, so Scotty's checking on him. He's like, "Are you okay?" And Kirk's like, "Ah, it's nothing serious." Uh, and they're kind of like they're kind of like walking out of the room together. And then uh, Kirk says, "Hey, you shouldn't leave the transporter room unattended." And Scotty's like, "We'll be right back." And they leave. And of course, they shouldn't have left the room unattended because yeah. then a very dramatic Kirk beams on board and like Backwards. The lighting. Yeah, backwards. He's like not backwards. looking at the camera. Yeah, so you don't see it, but he's kind of hunched over. Yeah. And intense music. Yeah. And then he turns around and you see his face and it's all intense lighting. With eyeliner. Yeah. Well, he didn't have the eyeliner yet. When he beamed on board, he wasn't he wasn't quite as intense yet, I don't oh, think. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. I take that yeah. back. There no will, eyeliner. There that's will so silly. No, sh- no. Oh, never There's- mind. No <laughs> eyeliner at all. But yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous. Like he like jumps around like looking like oh what what oh but like there's nobody in the room and so he looks super stupid. Um and then Wilson comes back. Oh but well, we're at our intro. You're what you you missed our whole intro. No, I didn't. Wilson yeah. is the one who was no. like no it happens after the intro, I promise you. Oh shit. <laughs> so he jumps he jumps and, and then i don't make notes for the intro i don't give a shit i know about but it. there more happens before that what i promise do you want me to tell you yes <laughs> so there's dramatic lighting and music and and then bad kirk is there well he obviously is bad like you know that looking at him and then we have our intro with its funky music and then there's a captain's log where I don't know when Kirk made this log, but he is talking about how there was a specimen gathering mission on the planet and some sort of transporter malfunction has created like this alternate evil Kirk that is here. So they don't know that yet. No, that happens in the intro. And then evil Kirk walks up to the like, I guess the panel that that Scotty's always at. Oh, yeah. And he touches everything. And yeah. then Wilson walks in. So you can go on from here. I promise well, you. <laughs> Take a lot of notes. <laughs> I know. I And this is so from here on, like forever, Sarah really cares about what happens. I just want to talk about the things I notice. And that's how we're very different people. <laughs> I don't take those kinds of notes. I, in my notes, said, um, doot, doot, Scotty worries that it's still fucked up. Boop, boop, beep, boop. Uh, Kirk transporter starts going evil evil Kirk <laughs> wants no I'm skipping ahead already because I, I missed all that but I know that what happens after this is Kirk is like caressing the transporter buttons real weird and then it's the door really opens weird. it's real it's real weird the door opens or he goes to the door and then Wilson is outside of the door yes and Wilson that's what it's here I what see I remember that and I didn't write that in my notes I just remembered that Wilson's <laughs> like uh buddy okay, <laughs> okay because Wilson was the one when when they were leaving actually when like Good Kirk and um, Scotty were leaving uh, that's what he said was Wilson's gonna be right back because he didn't say someone will be he said Wilson will be right Wilson back will and be, so oh, see, I didn't even notice that so yeah we we did we know that, that <laughs> yeah we twice all we we both watched this twice together. <laughs> One of those times was definitely so 100% sober. Yeah, I don't We're know just, how we do it. It's, this, it's hard, guys. This is like a challenging career, okay? Yeah. <laughs> if we were just watching it to talk about Star Trek and like having conversations, it would be a lot easier. But when we're trying to watch it for you, 
to tell you what happened. Lord. It's hard. Jesus. All right. So he, Wilson, like, stops him. He's like, hey, buddy, you doing okay? And then Sarah, take back over because my notes <laughs> fall apart already. <laughs> so then we have uh, Kirk, like, gives him, like, this intense stare. It's so stupid. And that's, like, the end of their scene is just him being like, what the fuck do I do with this? <laughs> At this point, we then jump to good Kirk, as we're going to call him, because there's two Kirks. I don't know yeah. if you guys caught that. Two Kirks now. And Scotty is talking to him still. And he's like, it wouldn't hurt for Bones to check on you. Like, so that, you know, just so you know. And then Kirk's like, okay, whatever. And he like walks into his room where for some reason Janice is. Like, Yeah, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Why is she in the captain's quarters just quarters, hanging like, out? Yeah. yeah. And so she's giving him like these reports. And she says, uh, the ship's manifest or whatever is in order. And then she hands yeah. him a bunch of wood tiles. Yeah, and he, like, takes those, and he, like, cuts her off at one point, too. Like, we actually made it part of the drinking game, because for some reason, Kirk is incapable of letting Janice finish a fucking sentence. I mean, like, pretty much anybody, but any, in particular, Janice. Or women. I don't know if yeah. he's the other woman yet, but I'm guessing that's probably the thing, is, like, they don't need to talk. They don't need voices. I feel like Spock gets to finish a lot of thoughts. And Bones gets to finish a lot of thoughts, uh-huh. and everybody else gets to finish a lot of thoughts. But so far, Janice, sorry, sweetie, <laughs> doesn't. She'll start talking and probably has something very valid to tell him. And he's like, "I got it, whatever." And he like she leaves, and then we move over to Bones in the you know med. What are they med bay? I'm gonna call it med bay. <laughs> Don't know if that's what it it's is. Med bay. <laughs> oh, thank God. Fine. Uh, probably so- sick bay. Sick bay, that's it. I like med bay. We're in the future. We've evolved. It's, it's med bay. Med bay. <laughs> Maybe you're yeah. not there because you're sick. They're in the bones place where bones is, and uh, he's bones he's, homes. He's, he's <laughs> bones home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're taking care of Fisher's hand, and he's like vacuuming it up with something from the future. Yeah. It's and like it's, <laughs> it's like a hand vac. Yeah, it's like a, yeah, like one of those little ones. Like what are they? Duster busters? Like yeah, it's, it's, it's like a thin duster buster, <laughs> yeah. but it's supposed to be like bzz, like taking away the problems and not sucking up the flesh. It's I think it's supposed to be like fixing it, like stitches somehow. But that's not yeah. what you get out of it. No, and he so he's doing that, and then he like squirts a water bottle on it and wipes it down with like a I don't know mechanics towel. No, yeah, it's a mechanics towel, and it's a janitor's, it's like from a janitor closet full of red stuff. Oh yeah, like the, it's not even like a. It might make, actually be what they eventually used for the janitor on Scrubs, like one of those squirt bottles. It, it is. It one hundred percent is. I bought them in bulk for the preschool that I worked at. That's the exact same bottle. But for some reason, they like. In the future, I assume if you need to use some sort of like spray device, which I can't imagine you have to do that, but it's probably going to be like an aerosol, one of those, I don't know, just and not like a blue topped bottle plastic that you have to the tilt future. to get the If it ain't broke, <laughs> don't fix it, Carrie. Oh, it's working fine. <laughs> no, you have, you have to buy so many of them. They're terrible. <laughs> So yeah. while he's working on Fisher, uh, Kirk walks in and demands brandy. And then like Bones kind of just goes about what he's doing because, he, you know, he has a fucking job. And yeah. so 
he tells Fisher, like, uh, I have no sympathy for clumsiness. And Fisher, like, walks up to Kirk and he's like, my hand's doing better, blah, blah, blah. And he leaves. And then Bones goes over to Kirk and Kirk, like, aggressively grabs the back of his neck. And he's like, I said I wanted brandy. Yeah. And he oh, was saying, I want a brandy. I said I want a brandy. So, like, Bones, like, opens the cabinet and hands him the fucking brandy, which, by the way, has a handle. It is, like, what I wish all alcohol bottles had so you could just carry them around places. Yeah, it, there was, it's not, like, a handle, like, a jug, like, cheap gallon vodka. No, 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 no. It had, like, a holder with a strap. Like, like it was, a like, a suitcase handle. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was, like, like, like purse booze. <laughs> It was it was kind of cool. I don't think that this for this wow this Kirk deserved it, but he got it. And then we go to nice Kirk in his room after evil Kirk got his brandy from Bones, who obviously knows something's going on. And he's got like this towel wrapped around his neck, and he's shirtless. And I think we forgot to drink for it. I think we should drink for Kirkless. All right, shirtless, shirtless. now. Kirkless, shirtless. Kirkless shirt. Okay. (laughs) We're in Kirk's quarters and he's got this towel wrapped around his neck. Um, Spock comes in and he's like checking on him. Oh, wait, I I missed something, guys. I'm sorry. When we were with evil Kirk. Wait, 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 wait. Sarah missed missed something. I did. And not Carrie, who's (laughs) not paying attention at all. No, it was fine. I missed the part where evil Kirk was walking down the like he was like walking down the hallway but it seriously looked like he was standing on something and he was being pulled along the hallway and it was like a camera like right up to his face with his yeah. brandy it's and probably like, one of it's probably one of those like gym scooters yeah and <laughs> like, they were just some some sad little stagehand would had to pull him <laughs> pull him along while he's pulling along back his brandy yeah um and he like notes janice's quarters and he like goes in there and that's where the scene cuts out we go to good kirk and he is shirtless it is a shirtless kirk with a towel around his neck kirkless kirkless a a kirkless shirt (laughs) (laughs) which is i guess a new shirt that he's not wearing um uh spock comes in and he's checking on him and he is uh saying that basically hey what's going on like i I heard from our good doctor friend that maybe you're a, he he used the phrase wild man. (laughs) uh, Hey buddy, you you feeling okay, buddy? You need some help, buddy? Okay. And then uh, Kirk's like, well, uh, I don't know. Maybe he's like trying to pull one over on you because I feel fine. And he's like, yeah. Yeah. And again, this is this is not, this is good Kirk who actually has been in his quarters. So he's like, He's he like, know. yeah. What? What are you talking? That's the doctor's obviously trying to trick you, you dumb alien. Because yeah. and then I'm great. Yeah. So Spock, fuck off. Fox says he's annoyed, and Kirk's like, I'll make sure Bones knows that you're annoyed with him. Yeah, he got you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we jump to a scene where Scotty is showing them uh, that they somehow ended up with two. So they beamed aboard. I assume afterwards at some point. They beamed aboard the unicorn lion dog. Alien dog, uh, yes. <laughs> the alien dog. And yes. uh, and somehow they ended up with two alien dogs. One of them massively aggressive, um, which they're keeping in a box. And yeah, the other one a, that they're carrying around is the nicest thing you've ever met. 
Yeah, it's in a box, and they're like, one of them's cuddling the nicest little unicorn lion dog in a costume yeah. with straws coming out of its head, and they're just like chilling with it, and they're talking. I think Scotty's talking about like, and then there's this fucker, and it's in like a metal box, <laughs> yeah. and they open it, and it's just like, yeah, it's an actual dick bag, and so then they just like shut the door again. They're like, so uh there's a problem here <laughs> yeah and they point out like they're they duplicated but they're like opposites um yeah. so we can't beam people aboard back like this like if this happened to a person at this point i don't know why they're not like hmm maybe this happened to one of the people that we've already fucking beamed aboard before this dog maybe we should run some tests maybe all this weird stuff that's happening with kirk might be related yeah maybe uh, we should look into this uh, anyway, they don't do that yet. No, they don't. Um, so they they talk about that. And so basically they state that uh, everybody on the planet has to stay there because they can't come back right now. And then we flash to the worst. I I don't want to spend a lot of time on the scene. No, we're not going to. We're yeah. so. Hey, guys, it's future Sarah here. I am entering a trigger warning prior to the next about minute and 45 seconds. I just want everyone to know that we get into some pretty heavy content. You're more than welcome to skip it. The most important thing of note is that Evil Kirk ends up with scratches on his face. It, it does deal a bit with assaults. It is not a particularly comfortable scene. And I just wanted to give everybody a heads up in case they want to skip ahead. What we should say about this particular scene is this is evil Kirk. They've alluded quite a bit to this uh, special relationship that Yaman, Janice, and Kirk have and how there's like a lot of unspoken chemistry between them and there's some feelings and stuff. Um, the animal version of Kirk is in the room and there's yeah. some uh, unpleasant tree that happens and I, I don't feel like we really need to talk about it because it sucks the whole thing fucking sucks but janice janice stands up for herself she fucking stands first of all she's like she not only is not like she's like whoa 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 buddy what's what are you doing here and he starts getting more aggressive. And then she like smashes a painting in his face and she scratches and she him. she scratches his face. Yeah. yeah. Which is um, like how we now know that this is evil Kirk. Because she like just rips his flesh off. Which fucking yeah, Janice. Yeah. Yeah. That part was, I'm really glad that she stood up for herself. And yeah. like uh, she ran out of the room and she got somebody to like try and help her. Which ended up being well, Fisher. Yes. Uh, well, she there, like yells at Fisher. She's like. Call Spock, call, call Spock, Spock, get Spock yeah. here. Uh, Fisher runs to a telecom thingy. Yeah, and, and then he has to he's, state his entire very long title. It's like technical the... specimen. It's really fucking long. And instead of just being like, uh, Code Blue 4-2, Janice Yeoman's quarters, like, there's so many things he could have said, but he has to go yeah. through this whole spiel of his whole title. He and so well, could have been like, uh, Captain Kirk is attacking Janice. Like, yeah, just, that's all you need. <laughs> but, or just like, I'm sure they have codes like uh, yeah. level red floor two. I, I would like to assume that in the future on a Starfleet vessel, that this is not something that they come across very often. Yeah. Well, like, same. I don't think they do. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't think it's like, I, I hope it's not a real problem. Yeah. I, I think the only thing that we should note from this scene is that this is where we notice that evil Kirk has guy liner on. 
Yes. Um, and that becomes prominent. Yeah, it does. As he gets more evil, which uh, he gets a guy liner. And yeah. there's like that whole scene where Janice kicks his fucking ass. And yeah. uh, so and it's Fisher's, solid. Yeah, it is. It, I'm very glad that that's how it ended, which yeah. is better than it definitely could have. Yes. And uh, she has scratched his face and he runs after Fisher, who's trying to call in uh, to to say what's going on. And he beats the shit out of Fisher in the hallway. Mm -hmm. Like before he can get out kind of what's actually happening. And yeah, it's like he, he hits the alarm button and then it's just like bad things are boom, boom, boom. like yeah. he gets nothing out. Yeah. So the next scene we go to is Spock in good kirk's quarters again he's like hey all this shit happened and then kirk's like my yalman said that, that that happened and he's like yeah and we found your brandy bottle in there that uh bones said you took yeah like so aggressively you demanded you this and like took now it's in your quarters and so you said you didn't take it but yeah. i found it so. well and then and then kirk's like eh, that's just not true like i wasn't in like the sick bay and i wasn't in janice's quarters like i didn't do any of this and so they go to janice and it's freaking i don't like this part either hey guys it's future sarah again i'm putting in an additional trigger warning here because the next about two minutes are a scene kind of describing what happened prior from the point of view of the victim and i would completely understand if you don't need that in your life three men it's spock and bones and kirk standing over her while she recounts what and she looks she yeah. looks devastated she oh, like yeah. her hair is all i mean it's mostly weaved but there's definitely some stray strands yeah. which would never be there her wig is fucked her makeup is smudged and yeah, she's, she's like, clearly crying crying and she's telling them like i he he's my captain like i was just trying to like do what he said and then he like attacked. Yeah, I don't want to get in trouble. I, I yeah. know that he's my captain, that it got real weird and I and couldn't then, anymore. And then she says, I scratched him on the cheek. And then like, I don't, I don't like this part either. Mm -hmm. Like Kirk isn't just like, oh, she's obviously very uncomfortable. He's like, look at me, look at my yeah. face. I don't have scratches. And I get what he's trying to do. He's trying to like, prove his innocence the above the fact that she has been traumatized. Yeah. Like, no, don't, don't worry about you. What about me and my suffering? yeah i'm clearly not the bad yeah, guy i didn't do this yeah it's so can't you just like make sure that i'm not in trouble even yeah. though you just went through a super traumatic thing it's Wouldn't a lot cool? of imagery that i did not care for uh, no. after a scene that was very but also i do want to point out i bet you that in the 60s this was considered pretty fucking progressive, progressive. well they never said she was they never said they didn't. I mean, I guess Kirk kind of did say he said that he didn't do it. Like, but yeah, like, they, but they never they didn't, didn't believe her. Yeah, they didn't they say that it said, didn't happen to her. They like, never said like the captain wouldn't do that to you. Like that, that never happened. And also, just the fact that like they took her word over. Like they were like, Kirk, uh, care to explain yourself? Like it wasn't like they were like, Haha, dumb woman. You, yeah, no, and what were you wearing? <laughs> like they they have this conversation and like they know that kirk has other like people have been saying kirk's acting weird like but somehow we still yeah, don't know that there's an, maybe an evil version of him floating yeah, there's, around 
there's essentially two versions of Kirk that everybody is noticing after this uh, transporter malfunction. But, but maybe it's not related to that. Yeah, but like maybe <laughs> he's just on his period. Did you ever think maybe it's just PMS? Maybe like that. No, nobody at any point is like, um. So the we brought this dog up. Oh, we're yeah. not there yet. <laughs> like no, nobody, nobody thinks anything's weird about it. About how like completely random, like end of the spectrum, this one person is. They're just like, oh, oh, so weird. What? Uh, Janice then says, "Well, Fisher saw you too. Like Fisher knows. Fisher was there, and then and Fisher he's comes- in Med Bay." Well, no, he comes back. He's in the hallway right by them. And he he pops in and he's all beat up. And he's just like, it's true. You were there. Yeah, you did and, this to me. And then they, and then he gets told, I think, by Bones, like, back to bed, bucko. But, yeah, like, that's my the- favorite line of this whole <laughs> so episode, random. by the way. Back to bed, bucko. Yeah. So, Silly um, lad. Just scoot along. Skidaddle. Back to bed, bucko. At this point, Spock's like, hey, I think I figured it out. There must be an imposter on board. And like my note is just like, no, Spock, it's not an imposter. It's fucking Kirk. And you like, how do you guys not know? Yeah, it's not an imposter. It's uh, Kirk also. Well, and then we get like another supplemental at this point, And they call him an unexplained duplicate. And it's like, he's not unexplained. Like, no, know that there's a transporter issues. Like Scotty has fucking told you twice that there is a transporter issue right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> you do not be- know. That's why you're letting people freeze to death. Yeah, and and then they point out that that is happening. So they're talking in the supplemental about how everybody on the planet's going to die because it's going to get to 120 below, and you yeah. can't survive at that. Um, and they are kind of discussing at this point that it's probably this yellow soft yellow ore that came over um that is that is causing the problem and it's um we have kirk and and spock talking to each other and kirk is holding the dog in the transporter room cuddling he's, he's just like, like oh, it's like the service baby. dog Kirk yeah. has a service dog at this point. It's a therapy dog. Yeah, a therapy dog. And they're they're having this conversation about how they need to put together a search party to find the duplicate. Kirk is very concerned about whatever happens to this duplicate because I think he's worried it's going to happen to him. So he's like, phasers need to be locked on one. Like, yeah, locked no... on one. We're we only can... stunning. We're not killing shit. Yeah. We're going to stun some bitches. We ain't we killing anything. chance him dying. Because it's like... me. Yeah, because it's me. And he's like carrying this dog the whole time, like it's stroking it. He's like, yeah, like this is my dog, and I need, I need it here with me. Yeah. And then they have this other portion of their conversation, where Spock tells him, "You have to be like perfect. People can't see this weakness in you. You can't afford the luxury of being anything but perfect." There you go. I actually did write that from the show. You go. I just wrote that one time. Be a baby. Yeah, don't don't be don't be a bitch. Yeah. So but perfect. And so Kirk's like, yeah, I I guess I know that, but I I forgot. I don't know why I just forgot. Yeah, and how did hands, I forget that? Yeah, he hands Spock the dog and he says, If you catch me slipping like that again, you have to tell me. And Spock's like, Yes, Captain. Toots, my goats. Yeah, toots my goats. I'll, I'll let you know. Uh and then we Jump to Captain Kirk making an announcement from the bridge, 
an evil Captain Kirk, like there's like this really dramatic music when he hears that the captain is speaking and he like stares at the nearest screen. I think he's still in, you know, I thought he was in Janice's quarters because eventually he uses her makeup, but he had to have been somewhere else. No, I think, I still think he was in Janice's. No, he must've been in, because immediately after this, that other thing happens. So he must be in her quarters. What was, where were they, where were they talking to Janice then? I th- I thought they were in uh, sick bay. Oh, maybe. Okay. So either way, uh, he's in a room and he's like very intent on watching this announcement that the captain is making. And Kirk he is gets saying, the crazy. Eyes. Yeah. He's saying, this is your captain. I need you to know there's an imposter on board. He's got scratches on his face. That's how you can tell him apart from me. He's a total uh, dick bag. Unlike he's also, me. He's also a real dick and wearing guy liner. So then Spock has to remind him, like, set phasers to stun. And he's like, oh, yeah, uh, and set your phasers to stun because, like, we can't chance, like, killing this guy. And then, like, evil Kirk is getting really mad and he, like, pushes books over and he's knocking things around. And he's like, but he just, I'm Kirk. Yeah. I'm the captain. I'm the captain. It's just a total temper tantrum. 100%. Oh, yeah. He is very upset. Yeah. I'm the captain. It's my ship. And then he like wanders into like there's like a vanity with like foundation on it, which is why we think he's in like Yam and Janice's quarters with the same weird mirror that yeah. we saw earlier. It's the identical. It's like an octagon with like a thing coming down. So he decides to take this like foundation and he puts, he like rubs it over the scratches, which I mean, I don't know what kind of foundation that is, but like, it's they were, not they were, foundation. Like, it was like blood. It was fresh blood on his cheeks. Like you can't just grab foundation and wipe it over some fresh blood and hope for the best. Like, yeah. there's, So there's, there's a couple things I'm going to point out right now. One foundation will never go over fresh blood. If you guys, get pimples. I'm sure you do. I've tried it before. You cannot just put foundation over a pimple and make it go away. It doesn't work like that. You have to like let it dry or it just like keeps bleeding through this tiny layer of pigmentation you put over top of it. Not even concealer will do that. And what he clearly has is foundation and not concealer. Concealer is really good for like under your eyes or like scarred up things like spots on your face. It's really nice for that. Foundation is like literally a foundation to put stuff on top of. It is not like a a makeup thing. The other thing that kind of like was really stupid about this is Kirk and Janice are not the same color. Like even remotely, he is definitely like in the darker beiges and she is more like a porcelain. Yeah, she's a fair. She's an ivory and like you absolutely could not just like slap a bunch of my foundation onto your all of ass complexion and expect to look good. It's never going to happen. You're going to look stupid. So, yeah. So there, there it was this whole thing was very problematic for a lot of reasons. First of all, y'all don't understand makeup. Quit trying. It's like when Tim watches uh, tech people doing tech stuff on a television show and he gets so mad about it because he's in IT. And he's like, you can't. Have you watched uh have you watched Hackers with him yet? No. <laughs> watched Hackers no. with David and he's no. like, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> no, I don't have to. Any show that we watch, there was I think there was one show that he watched and he was like, you know, 
it seemed like they tried but any other show we watch he's like oh that's so fucking stupid why would they fuck and then i'm just like can you just let me have my suspension of disbelief for i don't know an hour him so yeah (laughs) sorry i'm not a hacker (laughs) but yeah it's probably the same thing like he was he's so mad about tech being used because they don't even try they don't even try to make it like sound reasonable or do reasonable me with makeup and i'm not like a super huge makeup person but i'm just like bitch come on you one didn't even try yeah kirk can't cover the scratches mm-hmm. on his face with that no. <laughs> that was a good tangent yes. i hope that stays <laughs> i think we, we're gonna have time today i've decided yeah. we cut out Ooh. so much from the last episode guys <laughs> yeah Ooh. So, at this point uh kirk like goes to the door because he's ready he's got his you know covered up scratches he looks and- beautiful yeah he catches wilson in the hallway and he's like hey wilson hey and wilson's like oh captain uh, you doing all right? And then Captain's like, "Hey, can I have your phaser?" And the guy, I guess, yeah, is I'm like, great. Can I know I have that your gun? I know there's an imposter Kirk aboard, but I yeah. guess you could have my phaser, even though you just called us from the bridge. And also, <laughs> we definitely heard that there's scratches on your face, and that's how we know that you're the imposter. Yeah. But you put on some really fucking nice makeup, and I can't totally see that right now. And he's only so. showing the the side of his face without scratches. <laughs> yeah, and when they do show the side of his face with the scratches, the makeup artist like took off the fake blood scratches and put on like paler makeup scratches it's foundation scratches yeah it's got some foundation scratches it was a lot so he gets the phaser from wilson and then he knocks wilson out and that's like the end of the scene and then we jump to sulu who's talking to good kirk at this time and he's like hey really cold it's like negative 20 yeah and then he has this amazing line because he's nothing can get Sulu down. He's always no. going to be amazing. He says, uh, wouldn't exactly call it balmy. <laughs> yeah. I I feel so far in this show that I most identify with Sulu. Um, he we learned last time, if you guys didn't listen or haven't seen the show. Last episode, we learned that internally he is a pirate. Like that is his ah, swashbuckler. Well, he's a swashbuckler. And this time he is just constantly on the brink of death. And he's just making terrible jokes the whole time. The whole time. <laughs> Wouldn't Which call it balmy. Would yeah. I mean, what are, That's are you going to go, go down, go out on a sad note? No, no. thank you. No. Uh, if I, if I am like, I want my last words to be, wouldn't call it balmy if I'm going to freeze to death. (laughs) (laughs) He's like Captain Dad joke. Dude, he's so great. So Um, good. And and Kirk is very upset about this, and he's talking to Spock, and he's like, we've got to help them. And and Spock's just like, hey, we beamed down some heaters, and like, not to say anything bad about these transporters, but it beamed down two heaters. I would assume if that were the case, one of them wouldn't work and one of them would work really well because you're supposed to have two opposites. Yeah. But oh, either, that's a good point. But that's way, not what happens for no, some reason just, in the transporter uh, with the heaters. None of them work. work. Yeah. yeah. So they're not able to get heaters down to them. And then Spock's like, well, we really need to find your imposter. So like he thinks like you, he his you, like how would you avoid getting found or elude like a mass search that they're doing? And Kirk's like, I guess I would go to the lower levels. 
So they yeah. decide, and I'm sure this is a great idea, that they are going to go looking in the lower levels alone for Kirk. Like, I'm not. Yeah, just so we we good idea. we already at this point know that Kirk is like floundering a little. Like he is definitely yeah. not at full capacity. And so Spock, who definitely is, is just like, uh, I mean, there's a lot of really qualified professionals that I could take down with me. But I think what I'm going to do is take this clearly fucked up person who yeah. is degrading visibly degrading like we we he's established that like i'm gonna take this person uh and me and we're gonna go look for the crazy fucking wild animal that's what we're gonna do like the opposite of him obviously yeah. maybe a little bit more capable of what he's trying to you know yeah. see that so uh then kirk reminds oh, sorry uh, Spock reminds Kirk to set his phaser to stun, which he does. And then uh, Kirk's like, hey, I've got to act like a captain because I'm a captain. And they have like this like strange captain-y pep talk to try and like build him up for this moment. And then yep. evil Kirk is like propped above them on the walls, like watching them from from above. Yeah, he's like, so there's they're <laughs> in the lower levels. And so there's all these machines that aren't against the wall for some weird reason, but they're like near the wall. And so yeah. he's he's like cat like hunched on top of them. He's like machines. watching them walk by. Yeah. And he's real quiet. Yes. And then they they pass him and they're moving through like this maze of areas. And my next note, which I'm pretty proud of, says uh, Evil Kirk succeeded on stealth check because he then drops from the ceiling onto the ground fairly quietly and nobody notices. It so. was it was pretty quiet. I, <laughs> yeah. I definitely I would have just fallen against the I don't know if you could just like boing, boing, boing between the walls, but yeah. I would have done that. Get <laughs> <laughs> yeah. down, right? <laughs> Yep. I would, <laughs> that would have have fallen, been me. I would have fallen and been like shit. Yeah, I would have broken something. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Ah! Okay, let's not lie, Carrie. We would yeah. not have been up there. <laughs> we would not have been up there. Well, or gotten down. Or gotten down because yeah. we never would have gotten up. If I magically I had like maybe there was a ladder and I like I was like, oh, I'm feeling brave tonight. Yeah. I've gotten up. I never could have gone down. No, it would have been like a process. Like we would have needed like David and Tim on each side of the ladder. Like we're yes. holding still girls. Yes. <laughs> Just walk down. Walk to the ladder, sweetie. Get down. I'm stuck Come on. here Come on. Come on. There's beer <laughs> over here. Girl, 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 yeah. girl, listen. Listen to this. There's some beer. Come get it. Come get the beer. <laughs> I guess we probably could have gotten down for beer. Yeah. It wouldn't have been quiet, though. No. no. <laughs> anyway, uh, he is now following Good Kirk. Uh, and at this point, like, I guess he's so sweaty that, like, the foundation has, like, wiped away from the scratches on his cheek. Yeah. And he's, like, he's definitely, like, you know the good one from the bad one from the way it looks. Also he the is good one. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, no. Well, I'm just saying he's profusely sweating. Like that's so sweaty. His trademark now. He's so sweaty. Yeah. The other way that you can tell the good one from the bad one is that the good one is wearing that casual shirt that I'm pretty sure I hated in Charlie X, but it's it's quite grown on me. It's like a yeah. wrap. It's like a wool wrap, and he like puts it on, and then it wraps around the back, and then it comes through, and then the insignia insignia is like on the side of the yeah, strap. It's, it's like the comes. end of the wrap. Oh. It's actually possibly Velcro, like it Velcros to make it. It's like a belt cinch. Or there's like a maybe like a button 
or like a I don't know, like some sort of like yeah, slide it definitely there. it definitely could be a button. I would like in my brain it was velcroed, so you could just like slap it where it needed to go. Oh, and that's it stay true. there. It is wool. You could probably yeah, it's, it's wool. fucking wool. <laughs> either yep. either way, it's actually like kind of brilliant when you really look at it. Um, it used to be ugly, and I'm starting to see the beauty in it. Similar, uh, me to too. The original series, Sarah. Sarah, <laughs> we're we're becoming our worst nightmare we enjoy this show no, no we don't it's fine we're gonna, you know what we say that now we're gonna watch muds women next week Maybe oh that fix it all. <laughs> all right cool all right i'm okay. in let's go continue evil kirk is uh sweating profusely and he's following it's very snazzy dressed good kirk and uh like finally kirk realizes he's being followed and he like is looking around and they're having this conversation back and forth and he's like you can't hurt me I'm a part of you and we need each other. And then the other Kirk is just like, I don't need you. Get and then up. false. Yeah, and then there's a Vulcan death grip from Spock who is snuck up behind him. Um, but as he's doing that, like evil Kirk, like shoots off his phaser and it was definitely set to kill as Spock. Oh yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. So like evil Kirk was going to kill Kirk. Yeah. My notes say evil Kirk, Kirk, chases kirk kirk does not detect kirk uh kirk tries to kill kirk <laughs> it was a, it was a scene guys I, uh, I i do i do want to point out right now that at one point sarah was like this is carrie and she's so eloquent she's one of the most eloquent people i i know kirk kills kirk kirk chases kirk <laughs> it's that's a lie writing she's a blog about this scene so <laughs> <laughs> okay Okay, Kirk chases okay. Kirk, or Kirk does not detect... Uh... Yeah, Kirk would have oh, killed Kirk. Yep. Okay. Okay, so now we've moved back to uh, sickbay, where Bones is like, I don't dare tranquilize him for some reason, so instead they just, like, bind him, even though I'm pretty sure he is unconscious for this entire scene. He is. I think he doesn't want to trank him because, as we, like, see a little bit later... He is like really high levels, and so you don't want to oh, trank yeah. somebody that is like already fucked up. Yeah, and then um, at this point, Spock is kind of like speculating on everything that's happening, and and Bones is like, "Do you have a point, Spock?" And Spock's like, "Yeah, like this is a really unusual opportunity that we're having to examine the differences between good and evil, or like aggression versus love, like." this evil side of you is strong. It's like what, it's the part of you that gives you like your leader. Uh, but like, then you're like the kind of like more compassionate side. And like, that's why you're ha like kind of faltering as a leader. Cause you don't have like this aggression that you've learned to control yeah. in your life. And then uh, like Bones is like, hey like you realize you're talking about our captain here and then like spock's like yeah. hey do you realize you're analyzing the captain's yeah. guts yeah and then spock's like duh yeah. yes i am uh spock has this really good line he's like hey my friend my friend kirk if it seems like i'm being insensitive it's because i am being insensitive <laughs> like, yeah that's the way that I am. There's like, I just, I'm trying, like, I'm just pointing out that this is a very good opportunity to, like, kind of understand these two parts of you. Yeah, there's uh, that. Those were both really, both really good scenes because Bones was like, 
you realize you're looking at the inside of a man yeah Spock was just like uh why wouldn't I do that like this is such a great time to do that I'm totally doing that right now uh, do you have any idea how much information I am gaining from this? Because it's a lot yeah, of information. This is amazing. Uh, Fuck yeah, I, I'm going to do it. Personally, Sarah, am not a big fan that his leadership skills come from this very aggressive side of him. But I guess I get it. I don't know. But anyway. I also, so as somebody who is often, me, Carrie, uh, I'm, I, I have some pretty strong leadership qualities. And a lot of that comes from not having like a, a feeling of fear or judgment. It's, it's, it, it is kind of a little bit primal to be taking the lead in something. And so I kind of get where they're going at, but they also made those qualities real like rapey. <laughs> like they're, so those evil. are the same like, thing. Yeah. Like it's not an evil. Yeah. It's like uh, the kind of confidence it takes to be a leader doesn't equal rapey. Either way, it, we're not going to get that far into it. We are drunk. Nope. So, next. Is, next. Yeah. next. <laughs> well, we made this mistake last episode and had to cut out a bunch. So. Yeah. Scotty yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, pages in and he's like, hey, guys, not to be a downer or anything, but I found more bad stuff. Um, so the, transpo- the transporters have like very... I wrote big damage. There's big damage yeah. to them. So big, them. much da- There yeah. is an actual hole. <laughs> so big, much damage. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a hole in this pipe, and that's what happened when Kirk kills Kirk or tries kill Kirk. Oh, will that's kill what Kirk. the damage was. Yeah, so he actually had the phaser to kill, and he was interrupted by um, Vulcan death grip, but it went off and it hit this giant pipe. And it turns out so very coincidentally that that's the one pipe that the transporter is based in. Yes. It was crazy. I don't know. Coincidence? Uh-huh. Probably not. <laughs> and then our next scene is, it's actually still kind of the same scene, but Kirk gets a call from Sulu, who's freezing to death on the planet still. But you yeah. know what hasn't changed? What? He's still so funny. He's like, still so funny. He really is. He's still so making cool. those lame-ass jokes. Dude, he is. He really says, you wouldn't happen to have a long rope so you could lower down some coffee or rice wine, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so I mean, just good. a real, real long rope. <laughs> yeah, just like anything. And so, like, you know at this point, like, it's getting very dire down there. Um, they're all, like, wrapped up in that pride flag tarp. Yep. Yeah, there's four dudes like huddled together under a what looks like colorful sheets sewn together. Yeah, it was the it was definitely the tarp they were using at the site, like in the beginning. Uh, but either way, uh, he makes that joke, and then uh, it kind of goes back to uh, Scotty talking to Kirk, and he's like, "It's gonna take like a week to fix this transporter issue." Um, yeah, minimum. There's yeah. there's no question. It's going to take a week. A week. So that's bad. We get some sort of supplemental here uh, that is saying that it's now negative 75 and dropping on the planet. And this is where we're getting more information from Sulu. And he's saying that they are um, basically like shooting rocks with the phasers to mm-hmm. like warm them up. And they're they're down a phaser at this point from the four yep. that they started out with. 
Um, and that's that's kind of how they're staying warm, and they're all wrapped in those flags and everything. Uh, but they're they're like not trying to find like a really good place to do this. They're just there's a rock to the left and a rock to the yeah. right. They're the giant styrofoams, and then there's like a rock in front of them, and they they just shoot it until it gets red. And then and they, they like get closer to it. They don't it. try to find something where like maybe there's some so, some sort of like indent where they can try to trap the heat. None of that. No, they're just like, like a cave or anything where they can heat up the walls around them. No, no. they're just like, um, there's a rock right there. Let's shoot that bitch. But like they've they've called in again, and like at this point, Sulu's like, "Oh, I have a direct line to the captain. Are we that far gone?" And Captain Kirk, <laughs> I guess, is still trying to be like jovial about it and he's like i gave everyone the afternoon off like yeah i'm running the store i'm running the store and then like basically spock comes in and he he doesn't have a lot of good information just like hey keep trying to not die no he tells um uh, i have this in my notes because he he comes in and he basically says that they need to do their survival skills that makes sense they need survival survival mode check yeah, he he's he's like you need to do survival procedures. So Kirk's been all like, mm, I feel sorry about you guys, and then Spock goes, Sulu, survival procedures. Yeah, he's well, Spock's definitely more like I think Kirk is very on the emotional right now. Yes, uh, and Spock's very on the logical, like he always yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and then we jump to a a yelling Kirk. Um, like no, my, my <laughs> notes say Kirk giving birth. Yeah, he is. He's not yelling. He's like primally screaming while stretch. Like you see is anytime you've seen like a woman giving birth on television. That's what Kirk is doing right now. You see his face and he's in a bed and he's laying down and he's just like, ah! <laughs> Kirk is yelling <laughs> um, and all of his levels are in the red. Like, uh, mm. We're looking mm-hmm. at that screen with all the little lines. Which, if you guys are playing the drinking game, we would, we like, God, fuck, this you is a fucked up episode. We had to drink for that, too. <laughs> yeah. So, all of his levels are in the red. And and Spock is talking to uh, not evil Kirk. And he's saying, like, uh, his body seems to have been weakened from the transporter. And, and Kirk, the good Kirk, is like, he's not dying. And Bones is like, uh, yeah, he is. Like, I'm looking yeah. at his levels. I'm looking at his body. He's dying. Yeah, um, that's my notes say he's not dying. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> he is dying. That's, that's actually uh, what's happening. He yeah. is dying. And then uh, good Kirk is just like, how can I survive without him? And my next note is, I don't fucking know, which I assume is Bones saying that he doesn't know what's going like, like, I mean, he's not an expert in this. No one is. I guess, like, the only logical explanation that good Kirk can think of for fixing this situation where evil Kirk's levels are all in the red is to, like, walk up to him and, like, put his hands on him and tell him, like, to think about not dying. Like, it's like... Secret yourself into being okay. Yeah, I like, my my notes say positive thoughts back to life. Yeah, he basically positive thoughts himself back to life. Just imagine uh, you're alive. Imagine, imagine you're not dying. Like think imagine. about being alive. And somehow, like Kirk touching Kirk and talking to Kirk and bringing him down. That sounds like of- a really weird eighties <laughs> <poor> video. <laughs> 
Kirk touches Kirk. Kirk, Kirk touches gets Kirk. Kirk. <laughs> so, I mean, it kind of was, but 60s. It was. Uh, mm-hmm. And and all of his levels move back down into the green. And at, at he's this passive. Point, he's happy. Yeah, he's he's doing better. And and Kirk is talking to Bones, and he's like, I know that I like need him, but I don't want like him back. He's like too aggressive, and he's too much. I don't. I don't like that dick bag. Can we just you know, like I actually not... don't want to be a person who almost raped someone. Yeah, that that sucked. That. I don't want to be yeah. that douche. Like we, we're gonna talk about this later. I've just decided, but like okay. even when he goes when things are someday better, like that was still a part of you that was capable yeah. of that. And uh-huh. I'm not comfortable with it. So Sarah, goes, we're all all of us have the ability to be good and terrible. We just do. We do. Yes. We do. All of us. Too, I don't It was a lot. So either way, Bone says you, you need your darker side. Like, like, I understand that it's scary, but you need it. And then like good Kirk's like, well, but what about me? Like, and all the things like I care about. And this part, I actually, I really liked because Bones is talking about how like you're all like love and logic and therefore like you're all the courage and like he was afraid like he was scared to die he's all like aggression and fear but since you weren't like like you still have like all these really good qualities and and one of those qualities is is courage so then we get a call from spock to go to the transporter room spock saying like hey we may have an answer for what's going on i'm not sure what this means my next note is creepy smile do you remember who had a creepy smile at this point (laughs) what okay so we (laughs) i had uh existential crisis bones talks him down yeah we got Spock calls him to the transporter room evil kirk evil laughs oh okay so evil kirk must have like woken up at this he did. He was still on the bed, and he's like, <laughs> okay. okay, that must have been my creepy smile, because I don't know what that was for. Um, but yeah. then we go to the transporter room where they have they've fixed the transporter somehow, and they want to test it on the dog. So my note is that this episode is not cruelty free. They've decided no, it's not. To, to this is not. The... This is not PETA approved. No. So they take the uh, the good dog and. And they're going to take the bat, like the angry dog. And and nice Kirk, good Kirk, is like, don't hurt him. And they're all just like, don't worry, Kirk, we're not going to hurt him. This is all fine. So instead they shrink him. (laughs) They just shrink this really barky, mad Yeah, so they open up the silver box to where the evil dog is. And it's all, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really angry and doing it. And Scotty's like shit and he's like just looking down this box and you it's from the perspective of the dog yes. looking up so you can see scotty and he's just like i'll just yeah i'll just i'll just get him real fast this is fucking fine door. i'm just i'm gonna i'm gonna get him it'll be great and so he like reaches his hands down and he does stop him and then spock is just like ah, ah, and he does he tranks him but <laughs> what comes out of the box is obviously a very not dog in a costume it's just a stuffed yeah, animal like a stuffed it animal could be a dog in possibly a similar costume yeah. we're not sure it's ridiculous <laughs> so they have like the dog in the costume next to the not dog in a costume that's supposed to be the trench dog and they set them on the transporter and they energize and then you hear like beep boop beep boop beep boop beep and then they reverse it and it goes beep boop beep boop beep boop, beep, beep. and then you have one dog 
but it's not the alive dog. No. <laughs> no. It's the same shitty dog, dead. It's the dead dog, which is supposed to, I think, be the trank dog, which was just a stuffed dog in a costume. Yep. It's actually, yep. it's quite sad. So that's our one death of the episode, guys. Spoilers. Yeah. Uh, one One dead alien, and I'm counting it because... I think yeah. it matters more than a lot of the humans. I feel like we got way more attached to. I was so attached. That was a unicorn Kirk's... lion dog than a it lot was... of the characters that died. It was Kirk's service animal. Yeah, we didn't even meet the six that died on that ship. Like we, no, but I counted them. But yeah, we counted them. So we're definitely counting unicorn lion dog. We are counting unicorn lion dog. Fight as... me, okay. Yeah, I I will fight over this one. That was a yeah. character in the show who died. Yeah, a relevant character. A very relevant character. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have a, a supplemental here, which is now Spock. So I think he is talking, he's talking about how Kirk is in charge for now. Uh, everybody on the planet is like critical. I, I just want to point out at this point, those people are dead. They absolutely, I've been waiting for this moment. They have been dead. There's no way they they could be alive. There's no way. so cold on the planet. Like, I understand that Sulu keeps checking in, but he's dead. Yeah. And Tim is like, well, maybe it's their space outfits. But we saw in the last episode, their space out, like, they were just, first of all, wearing their normal uniforms in this one. And the last one where they had fancy space outfits... The bottom wasn't closed on their hoods. They don't give a fuck <laughs> about keeping well the yeah. They don't. They don't understand space. They don't get like exposure from everything that I can tell. And it makes me super sad because I know that in one year we're gonna walk on the goddamn moon, and they couldn't even take that as inspiration of like how to maybe precautiously go to a new planet. They were just like, uh, we're gonna beam down. In our Maybe normal clothes, have like a like because I know a lot of TV shows will have people who kind of like what's the word I'm looking for? I don't like know. There are people who are actual professionals in like their areas, and they kind of advise on the show mm-hmm. as to. I've been drinking, guys, so words are hard. Just, they're they're advisors, I guess. Yeah, that's and that's professionals. like it's legit their job. They kind of actually didn't exist yet. I guess not, because nobody was advising Star Trek on Uh -uh. what you would wear. So, Uh -uh. yeah, Tim, you're wrong. They are, they would be dead. (laughs) They were wearing maybe wool, maybe wool if they were wearing their wrap shirts. On a good day in the 60s, they were wearing wool. Yeah. And then (laughs) they pulled the pride flag canopies down and they wrapped themselves in that. And then they're just (laughs) huddled together by random rocks not even in a cave or under any kind of shelter they're just yeah by these random rocks so, shooting with phasers like it was so stupid yeah and so we get this supplemental that's explaining to us that they're critical and somehow mm-hmm. not dead yet bones is talking to this is uh they're in like the uh sick bay and they're discussing bones doesn't know why the dog is dead and he wants to do an autopsy to find out what caused it and spock is saying it was shock like yeah, um, that's what caused it. The dog was in shock because it, well, I guess it's an alien dog. It didn't know what was happening. Like, it's not smart enough to understand. And Bones is like, we don't know that. Like, that is all just information that, you know, Spock is. This is like your speculation. Yeah, it's speculation that. There is actually like, no science behind this except for Spock's real fucking smart. 
yeah, and Spock is smart, and, like, maybe that's what it is, but Bones doesn't want to take the chance with his friend to find out, because apparently he also doesn't care about Sulu. Um, but then uh, Spock makes the point of, like, hey, are you maybe forgetting about something? And Kirk's like, uh, no. And Spock's like, you know, all of your people on the planet who are dying? If yeah. you wait for this off shit. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly and kirk's like oh them and then spock's like hey and this is we had to drink for this because once again uh yeah. spock has two sides that war with each other within himself ah. he's just like i'm used to having two halves like i understand it and i can cope with it because i have the intelligence to cope with it and he's saying he's basically saying kirk you have the intelligence modifier to roll better than this dog did in this intelligence save that you have to make in order to survive. I'm giving you that like right now. You can can have a re-roll if you need to. Yeah, you actually get advantage on this roll, whereas that dog had disadvantage. We're loosey-goosing this. So so come on, champ. So Kirk is like, mm, I'm just not sure. I'm just not sure. Like, can't somebody else make this decision? And then Spock's like, are you relinquishing command? Command? And then he's like, no, I'm not. No, I wouldn't it. do that. God damn it. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, well, you have to choose then. And so instead of choosing. He totally does. No, <laughs> he totally chooses. And he goes, how about? How about? Yeah. You. Go and you ready the transporter room. And he says this to Spock. And then he looks at Bones and he's like, and you go and you do that autopsy. So he's you like, do the things that you wanted and then we'll pretend that I told you to. Because yeah. they're yeah. both cool ideas. Yeah. You just do- What's that thing you always say to me, Carrie? Why not both, but in Spanish? Yeah. no los dos? so uh that's what he does and then uh they're going to do all those things and he's standing at the feet of his evil self uh and and sulu calls and he is saying that they are all dead because it's negative 117 fucking degrees fahrenheit they're all dead they're all dead this is balls (laughs) and two dudes passed out they're unconscious and and y'all like i don't know fix this shit he lit, he's like i can't see it's like too my cold sh- yeah like my <laughs> instruments are fucked up like it's too cold for my shit to work but Carrie, so- do you know do you know why he can't see no why it's because he's it's because he's dead <laughs> it's <laughs> negative 117 <laughs> degrees yeah, he doesn't have clothes on like he has yeah. a shirt and a sheet no. way, technically i guess they're not dead yet somehow no and yeah. Carrie's right. There's two unconscious. Um, and he's like, there's no time. There's no time. Uh, and then he kind of like cuts off and Kirk's like, Sulu? Sulu. And he's like, okay, then <laughs> I guess I have to figure out what to do here. So instead of making any kind of decision that makes sense, he's like, I can't let them die. And he undoes like all of the ties on evil Kirk. Yeah, because so he he does, I think this part, he's like, I'm making a decision. I'm going to take him to the transporter room and we're going to transport ourselves or something. Like he doesn't actually explain why he does it, but I think based on what happened later, like he got the idea, like we got to put ourselves together and transport and then it will be one again and everything will be fine. The transporter will be back together, which makes no fucking sense. Why would that fix the transporter? What? 
What the fuck? <laughs> I Stupid. Don't a, I don't have a reason. Just we're we're gonna undo what got did. I think the the thing that he's thinking is the dog didn't die from a transporter issue. The dog alien died from being in shock. Transporter, like I, like I'm listening to what you're saying, and he's not <laughs> wrong, but it doesn't fix the transporter. It doesn't undo the fact that the transporter's fucked. Oh, but they fixed that. They never told us how, but they think they figured out how to fix the transporter. So why don't they just zoom them back up? Why do they have to be re-together? I think they're trying to fix the the Kirk issue first. I don't, maybe like that's their test. It's like, these people are already fucked. If we can fix them, then we know it's fixed. (laughs) No, Carrie. This is trash. This is garbage. (laughs) Anyhow. So Actually he makes a lot of sense. <laughs> he undoes Evil Kirk, and Evil Kirk is like, "Oh, I'm so weak." Yeah, I'm, and he's I'm like, "So weak. What, what's I'm the plan?" So yeah, I'm. I just want to be whole again. Let's hang out and be friends. Yeah, and, and then it turns out he smashes him against a wall. It's well, a lie. Good Kirk, good Kirk does tell him that they're gonna do it. They're gonna do this like scary thing where they both might die, and that's when he falls on him. Oh yeah. Kirk and is like, muscle tussle. it's okay, it's fine, I'm ready. And then yeah. and then he like smashes good Kirk against the wall a couple times, yep. Yep. knocks his phaser away, and then Kirk is on the ground. Evil, Good Kirk's on the ground. Good Kirk's Evil on Kirk. the ground. Yeah. And then we have a horribly uncomfortable scene where Janice is next to the tran- or to the uh, lift. I forget what they call it right now. I'm oh, trying. yeah, you can see in this scene... Uh, Kirk gets it in his mind. He's like, wait, I'm still evil, Kirk. I need to disguise some things. I, yeah, I need to pretend to be good Kirk. He takes the like chill green shirt with the gold floor. I don't know. It's really fancy. He takes the casual shirt off of Kirk and he, he scratches. Yes, he scratches evil Kirk's face. Good, good Kirk's face. Yes. He scratches Good Kirk's face so that they look identical. Uh, and then and then that's when he goes in the hallway and he sees Janice and he's like Barf. So uh remember that whole mishap yeah. in your in my quarters? Um I'm or in your quarters. I'm sorry. Like that was yeah. definitely there was an evil Kirk and he sucked. And yeah, he's like, he's there was a transporter malfunction. He does explain technically yeah. what happened. Yeah, it was awful. But if you want to talk about it in your quarters later, like we should definitely do that. It wasn't, even, it wasn't even that nice though, Carrie. He said, he said all of that stuff and he said, I owe you an explanation. Can I come to your quarters? And she was like, um, and he's like, do you mind if I come to your quarters and explain myself? And she's like, I guess not. like it was very uncomfortable yeah. and very much like he wasn't going to he's- go there. Yeah, he's still being very um aggressive. for like a better term. But yeah, he's he's aggressive. He's like, Yeah. I uh all these terrible things happened and I want to explain it to you. He's like, like something weird happened. Space. I want to explain to you in your quarters. In your what quarters? Happened. Like I honestly like I wouldn't have been like, okay. I would have been like, hey, we can discuss this in the cantina or we can discuss. I know it's not the cantina. Yeah, but you guys want to go hang out at 3D chess? Cause yeah, let's chess. over a game of 3D chess where there's lots of other people. We can yeah. have this conversation, but I'm never being alone with you again. Like, yeah. Anyway, he then goes to the bridge. 
where he tells everyone that they are leaving and he gives the orders and they're like, what about everybody on the planet? And he's like, I don't fucking yeah, care. Fuck we're leaving. They're yeah. dead. Like, why do, why do I care? We're, we're yeah. going. Uh, they were dead 150 <laughs> degrees were... late, like, before. Like they're, they're fucking dead. They've been dead for so many degrees, guys. <laughs> like at least twenty. And they're degrees. all like, "Wait!" And he's like, "No, we're, they're definitely dead. Let's go." Um, and that, <laughs> fuck them. That's when Good Bones and Kirk, or sorry, Good Kirk and Bones. It's just like, you know what? It is Good Bones. He's always been Good Bones the whole time. He's he's a little daft. I think sometimes I do believe yeah. he's he's a bit daft. I think he just he leans more towards the emotional, like. No, I don't even think that he's not emotional. I think he's like, I, I feel like he's a lot like a good old boy. Like, <laughs> a girl wouldn't do dumb things like that. Like, it's, no. I don't know. I don't, I think he I has like, like a that. very, what uh, men considered themselves to be progressive mindset. I he's, hope that that's not what Bones is. I want him to be better than that. I don't think he is. I don't think he's proven himself he at all. He not done anything bad though. Not, he hasn't done anything bad, but he hasn't done anything good. Uh, he has a not as terrible last line as uh, freaking Spock in this episode, but we'll get to that. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> Sarah, so, again, I don't think it's as bad as it seemed. We'll get we'll get back to it. Okay. So at this point, uh, they have they have come onto the bridge, and Kirk's like. Uh, that's not me. I'm obviously good Kirk. See what I'm wearing and how like he has scratches too and all of this stuff. And he's and captainly like, I'm being. I'm so yeah, captain. I'm the captain. And <sighs> and they're like, Spock, who is who? Like we we need to know. And it's like this whole conversation. And then like one of them is being way more suspicious than the other. <laughs> like the whole scene. Like shifty, shifty eyes. Like, yeah, and he's like, uh, but I'm, uh, I'm a good guy or whatever. I'm a good guy. And then, like, he definitely, like, freaks out because, like, yeah. the good Kirk's, like, trying to talk him down. And he's like, you don't know me. Good Kirk's like, yes, I do. And then he's like, I'm the captain. This is my ship. My ship. Like, my ship. I'm the captain. My ship. My I'm ship. The captain. I'm the captain. I'm the captain. And he's like knocking everything down. Um, pulls the person then, out of it. Pulls him out of the chair. Like he's just like fucking everything up. He's like, "Fuck he's you, I'm the captain." Yeah, <laughs> I'm so aggressive. And like yes. and nobody in the whole wide world's gonna be like, "I bet you that's the nice one." That's he's probably fine, right? <laughs> he's probably good. Yeah. So, and then he, like at this point, not that this is important to the storyline at all, but his scratch is on the wrong side now. It is, and they're they're like doing close-ups. It's borderline eyelight, but they're trying to highlight also the scratch on the wrong face or side yeah, the of the wrong face. side of his face. Yeah, uh, so. and he's like. I don't want to die. Don't make me like, I want to live. Like he's obviously very scared of this. So what is like good Kirk do, but he like walks up to the other Kirk and like hugs him. And then I don't actually know how it ended up happening. If somebody tranked him or what, but they get him onto the transporter. I think because we have to remember that Kirk evil Kirk was really oh, not yeah well. he was having a lot of issues with his levels yeah i think that's what happened is like he got in the standoff with good kirk he and then hugged. because he has been so and this is actually a good point like therapeutically wise he was living fight or flight the entire time 
that he was yeah. separated from Goodkirk. And so I think what happened was he just kind of passed out. Like, I think he couldn't keep fighting anymore. He had to just, he was done. He was exhausted. He got, he got a hug and he, yeah. yeah, he did probably what toddlers do a lot. Yeah. Like, he I'm throwing a fit and now yeah. I've been hugged and I'm just going to take a nap. Yeah. Hugged into sleep, which into sleep. honestly, if I if I could do that every day, I mean, who wouldn't? That yeah, would be like, so. That would be better. So, uh, good Kirk is like seriously like caressing his evil side under it the transporter. It is tender. Yeah. He's like We're, rubbing his thumb on the back. Like we see Kirk, we see his face, and then evil Kirk is just some random dude who doesn't at all match his. Uh, haircut or skin color or body type and he's like they're very much like hugging i do want to i know that you can tell the difference but from the back that could have been any like it it looked exactly like kirk to me like (laughs) oh no it did not (laughs) it was back i've never seen back but i could assume that's what it looked like no (laughs) but Good Kirk is like tenderly caressing him. It's like, yes. it's, sh- like it's, it's, it's sweet. Nice. <laughs> it's sweet, but it's also kind of weird because it's him. And so he's yeah. like, if you guys like when you under hug and you get to like have your like your hands are touching like sort of the shoulder blade, he's just yeah. like tenderly caressing his shoulder. I do want to point out though, like, have you ever had one of those days where you kind of wish half of you could hug the other half of you and tell you it's going to be okay? (laughs) No, I have wine. I don't need that. (laughs) I can open other ways. I have my own coping, Sarah. (laughs) I think I would be terrible at hugging. That's why I do. I don't care for it. Clearly, hugging is uh, hard. Uh, so, I don't care. No, that just makes it so much more complicated. If you all could just fuck off with your feelings, uh, pour me a drink. That's how we're going to hug. Me and you. Yes. Me and me. <laughs> yeah. This hug so, with beer. Um, they're hugging with with hugs, actually. But we hug with beers. Um, and there's this line that I still, I actually, I didn't get sober, I didn't get drunk, and I still don't get drunker. It's, it was basically Kirk, and he said, he was talking to Spock, and he said, if this doesn't work, and then Spock said, understood, and I don't, like, does that mean, like, if this doesn't work, like, I'm dead and you're in charge, or does I, that mean, like, I if think, this I firmly believe that that's what it is. I think, I think what Kirk was trying to say was, like, hey, so... This might not work, and I might not be the captain. I could be dead. So, Spock, you have to do what I'm leaving in charge. Like, you're the guy. We don't know who's his number one. Like, in later series, we know who's the second in command, but they didn't state it yet. We don't actually know. I assume it's Spock. In the very first episode we watched, The Man Trap, when Kirk was on the planet, they did say that Spock was in charge of the enterprise all right well maybe that was our indication but they didn't say that he was like you know they didn't say like his status or anything or his that was so many drunks ago sarah it really was so back to the hug uh and the understood uh they they beam uh kirk away and it goes beep boop beep boop beep boop boop and and scotty's doing all of his stuff and then 
apparently is very impatient and he's like, well, Spock, what's going on? Like, somehow yeah. Spock it's knows? It's been, like, two seconds. Yeah. Uh, oh, and then cool your shit. Yeah, just chill, dude. Um, and then it goes beep, boop, beep, boop, boop, and then <laughs> it com- he comes back and it's one Kirk and he's standing there and Bones is like, Jim. And Jim's like, yeah, I'm good because I'm Kirk and I'm alive. And then and then he gives his first order as being his normal self. And he's like, get yeah. those men back on board. This is like, so Bones is doing kind of like a, a diagnosis, I guess, of these people who are back on board now. And he's like, they've had severe exposure and frostbite they're and they're, they're probably going to be okay. And it's like, yep. do you know what frostbite is? You don't like... Yeah, maybe you don't die from frostbite, but like, yeah. if Sulu doesn't have a missing finger later on, then this makes toes no fucking sense. In particular, because toes oh. are terrible at body regulate. Like, that's the first thing you lose. Yeah. That was probably my favorite part of this episode is they beamed all these people who've been freezing to death for in our time, 40 minutes. So, is, like, they would be dead. Yeah. But they're not, which, you know, but that's fine. But they beam them back and they're like, oh, they're, they're going to be, they're cool. It's fine. I think they're going to make it. it. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Don't worry. And then they're talking to Kirk and he's talking to Bones and he's like, I saw a part of myself that no one should ever have to see. And then he walks over to Spock and it's almost like he's like making, I don't know, like amends with all of these people. And he's just like, yeah. thanks, thanks Spock for everything. Thanks um, for being cool when I wasn't. Yeah. And then he walk like Janice comes over to him and she's trying to have a conversation with him. And she's like, about all of the stuff that happened, like I just want to say. And then he cuts her off. It's he's fine. Like, he's well, he says, Thank you, Yaoman. Like, you didn't even let her talk. How do you yeah. know she was you gonna have, forgive you for this? Like you have you, no idea what she was going to whatsoever. No. Like what she I, should have done was be yeah. like, hey. You fuck ass. If you yeah. ever touch me like that again, fuck you. I will commit. Like, I understand you the captain. I don't give yeah. a shit. I what? will ruin your goddamn existence. But he takes it as like, she's forgiving me. Cut her off. And I'm so mad. Like, my actual note is Kirk doesn't want women to have a voice. Because every time one tries to talk to him, yeah. she doesn't listen. Yeah. Like, Fuck or even try to. He doesn't even Kirk. try to. Oh my god. Like, and this is, I guess, like, you know what I think? I think good Kirk would have listened. And this is, like, because he has evil Kirk back now, he doesn't yeah. need to listen to women. Good Kirk would have been like, I wish that I tried harder to understand your feelings. To understand, yeah. Actually, could you finish your sentence so I can have an actual conversation with you about what yeah. you think right now? Would you like to have a conversation about this? I realize that I could be wrong. I'm not sure about it, but I would love to listen. I want to listen. I'd like to find out if I'm wrong. And then and then we move on to this part, and Carrie and I have conflicting opinions on what it means. We do. And so it goes to... Uh, Yalman, like after that conversation where she gets cut off and isn't allowed to have a voice, she walks up yep. to Spock and Spock says, and this is like the last like line in the whole episode, he says, that imposter sure had some interesting qualities about him, right, Yalman? And she like gives him this look, and that's the end of the episode. And to me, it was like, I guess there's some things that were like, I don't even know what he was trying to say. It felt like an insinuation that 
like she that was hot. Wanted, like she wanted some yeah. of what happened to her to happen. Which I me, go ahead. I just he is a Vulcan. He doesn't insinuate things. Like he it's both, a weird fucking line to have put into the episode. I absolutely agree that that like a Vulcan would never be like, wasn't that weird? <laughs> like, yeah, that's seems interesting. But what I think he was trying to do in like this weird person who is trying to empathize with the human being to be like, wasn't that weird? Like, wasn't that, that, that was interesting, right? Like, I think he was trying to be like, like, not like some of that was hot, right? Like he, he thought that was hot. Cause I think that's how Sarah took it. It was like, uh, wasn't that kind of like, not that disgusting the whole time it almost like i guess like it wasn't even like hot it was just like isn't that what you wanted was for him to want you like that i don't know i yeah and maybe and i'm reading I into totally, it because I'm, i yeah. totally get that and i think that could have even been maybe this is just like my personal like i can't see spock doing that i think he was trying to empathize with her and also understand like this is something that is really hard for humans so he was trying to make light of it a little bit trying to be like wasn't that weird that was strange that was, that was so crazy yeah. and then but she was clearly traumatized and so he was like ah, i'm trying to like reach out to you and make a connection that i don't understand like i didn't i didn't take that in the same way i totally understand how you could be like huh. Didn't you think that was fucking hot? Did I get that. Interesting how he did those things. Like, yeah. I, I, like, and didn't you I, didn't you kind of want that? I know I'm reading into it, but it also kind of feels like, isn't it interesting that uh, he did those things to only you, the yeah. woman? Like, the like clearly maybe maybe out. it's because you're a woman that he's attracted to. Maybe you yeah. should try being less appealing, and that never would have happened. I know that none of that's necessarily what they meant but like all of it was insinuated no, it was in it was mind. really it was definitely weighted especially watching it as two people in the time that we're living in which i don't yeah. think this is a line that spock should have said i don't it doesn't make sense to me because he's no it didn't if anything he he should have said i understand why you were distressed and yes. i and I, uh, I'm sorry that you had to, or even just like, I understand that this was very traumatic for you, uh, but you should understand that that wasn't Captain Kirk. Like, that's yeah. a very logical way to what, look at it. Like, what Spock would have said was, I understand there was distress and it was valid distress. However, you must understand that was not Kirk. It would be so logical. It'd be like, you are totally valid in your feelings they're not wrong, but that was not Captain Kirk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, like, that line would have made more sense to me than that imposter uh, sure had some interesting qualities. Either way, <laughs> uh, the important thing is uh, Kirk is captain again and everything is yep. fine and yep. he doesn't want women to have a voice. And that's the end of the episode. No, that's not the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> It's the end of my notes. It actually is. My, my, <laughs> my notes end with fuck interesting qualities. 
And that's the end of our show. We are uh, sober, Carrie and Sarah. We uh, want to thank you guys all for listening. Uh, I don't. I think there's four of you now. Like, that's pretty amazing to me. <laughs> yeah. And it's not including me and Sarah. There's four additional people. It's which insane. Is, which is crazy. But so this show again, it it was actually what I came here for. The stuffed dog line thing was. Oh my god. I mean, that's, that's what I was waiting for. I was, I just like, and I, I understand that they didn't have CG. I get it. But like, you, y'all. So, oh, man. Yeah. I love that, like, but it's just like, it's like the flower in the first, in the first episode with the hand in it. It's just, mm-hmm. it's something I'm never going to forget. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's so cheesy and campy. And, you know, this we're we're still in the midst of a lot of heavy dark things going on and i think i can speak for both sarah and i when i say that the two hours that we take to record this podcast a week are really something that we look forward to and we really hope that you guys you get like a very brief uh break from the the weight of everything that's happening in the world right now um and we really enjoy it and appreciate you guys so thank you yeah thank you live long and prosper